on this episode of Harvard Business Beat. The reason I chose Equity Prime Mortgage is because they are a seller servicer. What that means is after we empower our client into the home, we actually mm -hmm. service the loan. We collect the payments. So it's nice to know they have one point of contact, not only for the initial transaction, but a mortgage has to work for a lifetime, right? It's the biggest investment right. of your life. So because we service the loan, we'll do semi-annual mortgage reviews with each client just to ensure that oh, wow. um, their mortgage is set up for success moving forward in changing markets. Everybody's families are constantly changing, right? Your priorities are constantly right. changing. So it's important to have that mortgage check up, to have a resource that's not focused on a transaction, but more focused on a relationship. Right. Um, and so that resonated with me. Welcome to Harford Business Beat, featuring members of the Harford County Chamber of Commerce, sponsored by Harford County Living, bringing you all the good positive news, businesses, events, organizations, people, and just everything great here in Harford County. Go to HarfordCountyLiving.com and find out more. I'm your host, Rich Bennett. Let's go meet some members of the Chamber. So Natalie and I are sitting here today. We have Rich Tibbets with us. Look, I almost messed up your first name. How in the world can I do that? With Equity Prime Mortgage. I got that part right. <laughs> <laughs> so first of all, how are you doing, Rich? I'm doing great. Uh, it's a pleasure to be sharing some time with you guys today. Well, tell us, uh, before you tell us about equity, tell us a little bit about yourself, how, you, you know, how long you've been in the business and why. Sure, yeah. So I've been in the business about 20 years. Um, initially got in the business because... I was selling windows and siding. I had an office I was running uh, in New Jersey at the time, and one of my uh, sales reps left for a mortgage opportunity. Of course, we kept in touch, and about six months later, I was looking to explore new opportunities. He said, hey, you got to give this a shot. You, you're going to work mm -hmm. in a business where you're actually able to help people, empower them into home ownership, help them save money. Um, that was appealing to me. And uh, so there began my journey. That was about 20 years ago. And uh, since then, I've been in the uh, mortgage industry uh, for about 20 years for, with a couple of different lenders. I initially started with a company called AmeriCap, which was a mortgage broker mm -hmm. dealing primarily with refinances, helping people consolidate debt, free up cash, live more comfortably um, from there. Um, I moved from New Jersey back to Maryland, where I'm from, and I've been back here now for about 19 years, working locally uh, in the mortgage business, helping empower clients into homeownership, and find money-saving strategies through mortgage planning. Now you've been keeping busy, apparently. You could say that, yeah. <laughs> a little bit of a sugar high over the last few years with rates as low as they were, so you pretty much had everybody uh, who hadn't yet refinanced jump on that train and take advantage of those yeah. historically low rates during COVID. Uh, who knows? Maybe they'll go historically low. I again. hope so. I sure do. Now, of course <laughs> we're in the opposite now, right? Where right. they went from the twos up to the sevens. 
and uh, now finally starting to come back down. Good. Equity Prime Mortgage. You went with them, and how long have they been around? Yeah, they've been around since about 2009. I've been with them. I okay. just um, celebrated my fourth year anniversary with them. Um, so about four years ago, I decided to open my own branch. And um, I had been commuting from Bel Air all the way to Fulton out by D.C. for about 10 mm, years ooh. straight, which you can imagine that morning and afternoon commute. So I decided, hey, I'm going to align myself with an office that I can run locally. Now I'm a mile and a half from my home. And the reason I chose Equity Prime Mortgage is because they are a seller servicer. What that means is after we empower our client into the home, we actually mm -hmm. service the loan. We collect the payments. So it's nice to know they have one point of contact, not only for the initial transaction, but a mortgage has to work for a lifetime, right? It's the biggest investment right. of your life. So because we service the loan, we'll do semi-annual mortgage reviews with each client just to ensure that oh, wow. um, their mortgage is set up for success moving forward in changing markets. Everybody's families are constantly changing, right? Your priorities are constantly right. changing. So it's important to have that mortgage check up, to have a resource that's not focused on a transaction but more focused on a relationship. Right. Um, and so that resonated with me. And so that's why I aligned with Equity Prime Mortgage. Since you've been in the business for a while, what's the biggest, besides rates, what's the biggest difference that you've seen? Yeah. Especially for the better. Sure. So um, the one thing that I have seen recently, the FHA has really come out with some guidelines to help empower first-time home buyers, right? Right now we're seeing an mm -hmm. environment where um, there is a lack of inventory. There's more buyers than our homes available, right? Really? Um, yeah, you got a shortage of homes. I mean, I have clients that are pre-approved that have put in 10, 20 offers on homes and just keep getting outbid by other buyers. Um, so um, what I've seen is the FHA trying to level the playing field to make it easier for that first time buyer to get into the market. So for me, um, the ability to empower and help those people into home ownership is just, it's huge, right? It's, yeah. it's, it's where we make our memories. It's where we raise our families. So to see that sort of start to level out where these folks can compete, um, has been exciting. Um, and I think that trend will continue, you know, as interest rates go down, there's going to be more buyers coming into the market and your new home builders can't build homes fast enough. You know, the millennials, the 30 somethings, it's the largest segment right. of our population right now. And guess when people buy their first homes in their thirties, right? Yeah. So, uh, I think that trend will continue. You're not going to see property values drop like they did in 06 and 07, where you had all that mm -hmm. mortgage meltdown. Um, the supply and demand curve is going to ensure that those property values sustain, uh, you know, over time. So when you say that supply and demand, do you do you mean that? Because it seems like I'm always seeing old houses up for sale. Uh, or is it just that people are strictly looking for the new homes? It's a little bit of both. Um, I think right now okay. it's really just an inventory thing, right? People 
we were talking earlier about interest rates being low, right? A couple of years ago, people right. refinanced, right? They're sitting on record low payments right now. Mm -hmm. And so when they're looking at, okay, um, am I going to sell and buy a new home or am I going to stay? Um, yeah, that comes into the equation with rates now in the high sixes and sevens and property values right. having gone up 40% in three to four yeah. years. Mm -hmm. um, I think a lot of people are deciding to stay, which is probably why you have less inventory out there. I think as rates okay. come down, um, you'll see more inventory in the market. But the fact of the matter is you have so many buyers that have been sitting on the sidelines that um, those properties are going to get you know, uh, scooped right up as soon as they yeah. hit the market. But uh, a, a very popular option for those older homes that you're seeing on the market, um, the FHA has um, rehab loan, rehab purchase called a 203K. If you ever see those shows on like HGTV, like Fix or Flip oh or, um, you know, all those um, shows yeah. where they go and they buy and they say, oh, well, we have room in our budget. We can do this, this and this for the house. Those yeah. aren't those those homeowners those buyers aren't coming up with cash to do those home improvements. Those home improvements are added into the purchase of the loan. So, for example, you buy a house that needs work that's older for two hundred fifty thousand, but you want right. to put fifty thousand into it. It needs a new kitchen. It needs a bathroom. You want to expand the bedrooms, etc. Right? Um, the FHA two hundred three k loan will let you purchase the home for two fifty, but do a loan for three hundred. Right? So that fifty thousand sits into an escrow account, just like your taxes and insurance do. The home closes as it is. And after closing, the 50000 is there to pay the contractors to do the work. So the homeowners oh. don't have to come up with that 50000 They can build it into the purchase of the home. And it allows you to buy a home that needs work if you have vision, you know, and you can see the way you want the home to be. Right. It, be it can become a very... Um, advantageous option for a homeowner that's willing to go through that process. Well, that's going to make my wife happy when I tell her that. Now. Yeah. Have you ever watched those shows? They're not coming up with 50 grand to do all that fancy stuff. Yeah. It's built into the loan and um, the home's appraised as is. There's two appraisals that are done and appraisals done as the home is now. A second appraisal is done as though the improvements were already completed. So you right. can get the after improved value to close as is. I often wondered about that because I'm like, who in the hell right. has fifty thousand dollars exactly. to throw away? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, they're yeah, not, I wish, right? They're building yeah. that into the purchase of the home. So um what I tell a lot of clients and even some of these home buyers, look, if you have some vision, look at some of those older homes, right? If you can see it yeah. through a different set of eyes, you not only get a great deal, but you can completely transform that home into something that you wouldn't even recognize. Right. Mm -hmm. And um, not only make it more livable for you and your family, but you're building equity at the same time. Right. Because you're building value in the property before you even live in it. Yeah. And and one of the things I found out, too, it seems like those older homes last longer than they the sure newer. Do, don't they? they were built right. Yeah. With the two yeah, by sixes I mean, instead of the two by fours. And um, yeah, it makes a huge difference. I'm I am shocked at about how many people buy a new home and then within a year or two they have problems with like mold uh -huh. and everything. Uh -huh. Well, when the house sits out there, you know, in all the weather still being constructed, what do you expect? Uh -huh. Now, what's the 
I guess you guys don't do what's what's it called the reverse mortgage. We do. Now, what can you explain what that is? Because that one's always Tom Selleck's never explained it right to me. I sure can. <laughs> As a matter of fact, um, when I first worked for a company called New Day USA, who does VA loans, you'll see their commercials mm-hmm. all over TV. I initially went to work for them in their reverse mortgage department. So I did reverse okay. mortgages for a couple of years exclusively, and I can tell you. Um, there's a lot of misconceptions out there about the reverse mortgage. Now, the reverse mortgage isn't for everybody, but for those folks who are living on a fixed income, social security only maybe, but they have a large Mm -hmm. mortgage payment with a ton of equity, it can be an amazing vehicle that allows them to remain in their homes without a mortgage payment. Um, And the biggest misconception out there is, right? Oh, you're gonna lose your home. You're giving away your house nothing could be further from the truth. A reverse mortgage is just like a regular mortgage. The only difference is you're not required to make a mortgage payment. It doesn't mean that you can't make a mortgage payment. You're just not required to. So what happens is it's a normal loan, just like any loan. Let's say your interest rate, 6%, 6 Mm 6.5%. That interest that accrues each month simply gets added to the back of the loan, gets added to the balance. The mortgage company doesn't get paid until the home is sold, right? So... They're okay. still secure in their investment. They're going to get their 6% interest. It just accrues. And when the last homeowner leaves the property, the mortgage, the home is sold, the mortgage is paid. Any remaining equity or proceeds uh, would go to the family. You know, it's not like you lose the home. So if the balance of the mortgage is 300000 and the home sells for 400000 that 100000 still goes to the estate doesn't go to the mortgage company so you still own the equity you still own the home it's just an ability for you to stay in the home without a mortgage payment for those folks that are living month to month you have to have equity right you're not going to access right 100 of the value it's based on your age and it's a sliding scale the older you are the more of the equity you're able to access because of life expectancy right The other Mm -hmm. thing that's really nice about the reverse mortgage that most people, two things that most people don't know, and it's important. Um, The first is when you set up your line of credit on a reverse mortgage, you pay off the mortgage, and then you get access to whatever equity you have access to. Well, it's just like a normal line of credit, but with a normal line of credit, you go to a a bank and you get a line of credit for 50,000, right? Once you use that Mm -hmm. 50,000, It's done. You have no more equity to tap into. You're just paying it back. A reverse mortgage, that equity grows every single year. So even if you use all of the money, that next year, you're going to have more money that you can tap into every single year. No matter what happens to the property value, the amount of equity that you can access increases each year. So it's a constant influx of money one year after the next that's going to continue to come in to supplement your uh, your income but your your house has to be paid off before you can actually get a reverse mortgage right it does not no no you, you just have to have equity. you just have to have a certain equity so for example and again the older you are the more equity you're able to access it's usually between you know 50 and 70 percent of your value right. right so if you're in a home that's worth four hundred thousand, and you owe three hundred fifty thousand. A reverse mortgage isn't going to work, right? Because you don't have right. enough equity. Um, but if you owe one fifty and it's worth three hundred, you can get rid of that two thousand dollar mortgage payment 
and imagine somebody living just on Social Security income, right? It's impossible when you have a mortgage. I mean, with inflation the way it is, a, a, a gallon mm-hmm. of milk. Um, so these folks are able to live more comfortably in their homes. And let's face it, they work hard their whole lives to create that equity. Mm-hmm. Why shouldn't they access it so they, they can live with grace and comfort? Um, and, you know, the best thing that I can advise somebody if they want to look into a reverse mortgage, take the course. It's given by HUD. It's free. Um, really? If you do a reverse mortgage, you're required to take the course anyway. It's a course that educates the consumer about all the pros and cons, all the things we're talking about. And it's by a third party. It's not by a lender. It's given by HUD. So it educates them without an incentive to have them to do anything. And it will really um, set those misconceptions into the right. back of your mind and just alleviate your concerns about them. Um, so those are available um, through Housing and Urban Development HUD. It's about 75 bucks, And it's well worth taking the course just to educate yourself if you think it might be something that you could benefit from. And then from there, if you want to further that conversation, we have experts that, that do those every single month. So we can certainly help do some cash flow analysis to ensure that it's the right product. You know, one of the things I invested in personally at an early stage in my career, I took some coursework to become a certified mortgage advisor. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, your mortgage, it's the biggest investment of your life. It's hundreds of thousands yep. of dollars. It's not just a transaction. It's a huge deal. Um, so you really want to be well-versed in all of the aspects of a mortgage so that you can give people the best of advice. And the other thing that I did was took a course to become a client experience officer. So all that really means is, look, anybody who's ever bought or sold a home uh, knows that it's a bumpy process filled with stress and anxiety, right? (laughs) There's a lot of things that can happen through the process that you didn't see coming. It'll drive you to drink. It sure can. Um, (laughs) Myself too. Um, So uh, being able to map out that process, the potential pitfalls and things that can happen through the process so you identify them before they happen creates a much smoother process for the client. And let's face it, even some potholes you don't hit until you don't know until you hit them. So do you have systems in place for when those things do happen so that you can address it, deal with it quickly and smoothly and create an experience that is less stressful for the client. So um, especially when you're dealing with a reverse mortgage, right? That's a stressful and anxious process. So you want to deal with somebody who isn't looking at transaction, but is more looking at educating you so that you can make the best decision for yourself. I might be able to get that new podcast studio sooner than I thought. <laughs> There's plenty of equity, you know. You could always look into oh, it. Oh, I definitely have equity there. That, that's for sure. <laughs> so how – I mean, you've been there for a while, but when did you guys actually become a member of the chamber? Uh, it's been a couple of years now. It was about two years oh. ago. So when I initially started with EPM, um, mm-hmm. I was doing a lot of the client retention stuff. So I, my experience and my background is in client retention. Imagine a big servicer that services loans. We want to retain those clients when they do repeat loans, right? Um, so when I first started with them, Equity Prime Mortgage was becoming a servicer. They were starting to service their own loans. And so they needed okay. a retention strategy to help retain those clients when they wanted future loans. So I built a office 
to help um, create that retention strategy. So I'm licensed in 34 states across the country. Um, my wow. partner's licensed in the remaining states. So I can lend everywhere um, because we have clients everywhere. So I'm dealing with right. a lot of those repeat transactions um, as well as new business. Um, when the market turned during COVID, right, those rates, and we were talking mm -hmm. about that earlier, rates went from two and a half to seven. Um, a lot of that retention stuff went to the wayside, right? Because if you're at two and a half percent, you really don't want to refi to seven unless you have to. Yeah. Um, so we shifted our focus more onto the local market, and that's where I partnered with the Chamber um, to just get more involved locally. And I can tell you uh, it's probably been one of the best investments that we've made since we've been here. They've been an invaluable asset for us, connecting us with uh, like-minded business partners, um, setting introductions, putting events together, not just the coffee and mm -hmm. connections, but the networking events have absolutely been invaluable and have really helped us to explode our business locally. Well, what's one of the biggest things you got from have gotten so far from being a member of the chamber? You know, I think just the um, just the connections with like-minded individuals, right. the opportunities to network and talk, and you know, going into those meetings with the aspect of, hey, how can I help you grow your business? You know, and I feel right. that the chamber harbors that mindset um, from the top down, right? And so, mm -hmm. as members, we all feel that, and when you go to those events. Um, you know, people are there to network and to see how they can truly help you grow your business. And uh, uh, it, it, it's been um, welcoming. It's been wonderful. So uh, is, is there anything else you would like to get from being a member of the chamber? Because and this question helps out the chamber, too, because this way we can decide, oh, well, wait a minute, maybe yeah, we ought to do a course on this or we need mm -hmm. to do an event like that or whatever. You know, one thing I would like to see is some more. Um, networking groups, you know, you know how mm -hmm. you have networking groups, right? With somebody from each industry that kind of right. meets on a, whatever they're called a weekly, a monthly basis. And um, I think the more of that, that we can do to get people, not just together at the events, but um, outside of the events to help network would be uh, a strong enhancement. So I would like to see some more of that. And uh, okay. I know there are some groups but I'd like to see that increase as membership increases, right? The opportunity is there to set some more of those groups up where people can really network and help each other grow. Yeah, I agree there because some, one of the things, cause your networking groups, you can only have, well, like one mortgage company in them. At, at least I guess right. that's how mortgage or the groups still work. Mm -hmm. You know, well then what about the other mortgage companies that are part yeah. of the chamber? Hey. You know, that's, a, that's yeah. a good idea. Well, it's yeah, it's interesting that you say that because, um, yeah, the the two groups that we do have that are industry, are industry specific have just grown tremendously over the past year. Um, so I think you're not the only, you're not alone in that. I think a lot of people, I think I guess it's just maybe coming out of COVID or yeah. something. People are ready to come back, but even stronger than they were before. Um, because that's something that we've noticed as well. Of you know, the chamber wasn't always in that networking space. It was mm -hmm. you know, people kind of assumed. Obviously, you join the chamber, you're joining a, a network of businesses, you get to meet new people. That's part of it, but it wasn't necessarily uh, at the forefront or a priority. Um, and that's something we've really recognized in the past year, year and a half of 
coming out of COVID, all of a sudden the our networking events are exploding. Mm-hmm. The groups are exploding, yeah. um, which is great to see. Yeah. It's great to see people like coming back in full force. And, and like you said, everyone's there and willing to help each other out. They're not necessarily just there to pass out business cards. Exactly. You know, they're, they're genuinely curious about what you do, who you are, how, you know, how you can help each other. It's not, um, not just a one way street, right? I've felt that collaboration yeah. since day one and it's, it's exciting. And awesome. not only that, but it encourages you to come back. Right. Um, so yeah, good. well, that's, that's our whole goal is I don't want to, you know, I don't want to connect people that just, I don't know, use each other. Maybe it's right. not a best way to put it, but that's the whole point is we want to build a community, right? Mm-hmm. We want to build deeper connections yeah. of, you know, these, you know, we work together on a business deal and now we're, we're buddies, mm-hmm. right? We hang out, we've, have helped each other for several years, you know, whether that's in business or in our personal lives, that's what it's about is building that community. Um, and that's been, it's been awesome really to be a part of it and see it grow. I agree. So. Yeah. Well, I, I enjoy it as a member and I feel that camaraderie and, um, mindset right throughout the events. Mm. So mm-hmm. keeps us engaged. Well, what's that's one awesome. of the things that EPM can actually provide to the chamber? Wow. Well, that's a great question. Um, I personally think that, obviously I'm biased, right? But um, I think EPM <laughs> is um, Harford County's best kept secret. I think um, mm-hmm. because we were focusing so much on the retention aspect for the first couple of years of our existence here, I think we really have some amazing things to offer the community in terms of access to loans because we service the loans ourselves. Um, now, I don't want to get into too much, go too deep here and confuse everybody, but uh, we don't have any overlays on our lending. What that means is, so most lenders, right, um, they're, going mm-hmm. to, they're going to fund a loan and then they're going to sell it to another lender, right? They're, they're not going to hold the paper. They're going to sell it and so they can do another loan for somebody else the next month. So what they do is they have guidelines these other lenders who aggregate and buy these loans, they have risk aggregators. They have guidelines that they place on top of the regular FHA guidelines to ensure that they're not taking on riskier loans. So for example, if you've ever heard a lender that said, you know, well, we have a minimum FICO score of 620. We have a minimum FICO score of 640 in order for you to get a mortgage. Well, the FHA, the VA, does not have a minimum credit score requirement in their underwriting guidelines. There isn't one. doesn't even speak to mm-hmm. one. So huh. at EPM, we do not have a minimum credit score. So we can say yes to somebody who's had some dinged up credit that might be right. at a 580 where other lenders will not. And because we're going to service the loan, we're going direct off of FHA guidelines. We're not adding things on top of that to make it more difficult for someone to qualify. Um, okay. So I think that our ability to empower not just first time home buyers, but anybody who's had some credit challenges um, is significant. And if I can expand on that just a tiny bit, we have a program, it's called Almost Home. And that program is exactly what it sounds like. So it's for people who are not immediately mortgage ready, right? Sometimes it's a process, not an event, right? In other words, right. sometimes mm-hmm. not, it's not an immediate yes. They have to work on X, Y, or Z in order to become mortgage ready. 
So we have a program called Almost Home where we will hold their hand, we'll do cash flow analysis, FICO and credit analysis, income analysis um, to get them on a path to becoming mortgage ready. I've had clients that I've worked with for three months to get a mortgage ready. I've had clients I've worked with for two and three years to get them mortgage ready. And I can tell you the feeling you get from empowering somebody who's heard the no's from other people mm -hmm. is absolutely mm -hmm. phenomenal. And it's what gets me out of bed in the morning. So if you ask me what EPM could offer the chamber, I would say access to home ownership for people who may not necessarily think that it's for them or that it's even possible. Right. Well, I think you also just answered my other question, which is <laughs> what could you offer to chamber members? And that's education. hundred percent where our entire, um, uh, philosophy is centered around educating the consumer, empowering people that. more. That is mm -hmm. what we do. And we empower people through education so that they can, make an informed decision like we said earlier right it's one of the biggest investments of your lives it's hundreds besides a kid yes it's it is. hundreds of thousands <laughs> of dollars yeah. and um you really um don't want to go into that blindly you want to be empowered no. and educated mm -hmm. so that you're making the right decision you see all the information when you're talking about mortgage i almost equate it to it's like drinking from a fire hose there's a ton of information and you're not going to get mm -hmm. it all over a telephone call so what we would normally do part of my empowerment process and my educating process, we'll have a conversation, we'll get the application going, and then I will send in a detailed email with graphs, charts, figures, um, all of the financial information that you're gonna wrap your mind around so that you're comfortable moving forward in a transaction. I'll send it in an email, we'll follow up with a phone call where we'll go through that together, answer right. any questions and oftentimes those emails will spark intelligent questions that they didn't even realize they wanted to ask but most people they're visual learners right you learn things from seeing yeah. it touching it feeling it so that allows them to be empowered and educated ask intelligent questions get those answers so that when you're moving forward you can actually enjoy the process instead of being <laughs> freaked out about it the whole time um, and that's our entire business philosophy from the top down Interesting. Awesome. So something very important. Tell everybody the website and how they can get in touch with you. Absolutely. So you would go to epm.net. That is our website. Um, and you can simply pick the region, state of Maryland. They can do a drop down for loan officer. They can select Rich Tibbetts. They can also select Siobhan Staten. She also works mm -hmm. in our office as well. And um, we would be absolutely thrilled to be a part of their home ownership journey and help to empower and educate them along the way. It's what we do. Natalie, do you have anything? I don't think I do. I learned a lot. I'm, yeah, I, thank, hey, thank I'm you excited for all about that. Those, I, I, yeah, because <laughs> I didn't know about the reverse mortgage thing. I had I've, no idea. No, I didn't know that either. And I'm, I'm in that, that group of, you know, not a first-time homeowner yet, but hope to be in the next year or two. So I uh, I completely relate to the drinking from a firehouse yeah. <laughs> um, analogy. <laughs> um, so yeah, I just really appreciate, appreciate you sharing all that information and breaking it down into kind of those bite-sized pieces for, for people, whether, yeah, whether they're looking for their home or for business and anything it's it's great to have you guys in the community well it's been a pleasure and an honor to be a part of the community 
and uh, we look forward to being a part of the community for for many years to come. And yeah, and look, I think that reverse mortgage is only going to become more popular as people live mm-hmm. longer and outlive their yeah. savings, um, but have equity in their homes. So, yeah, and that's something because uh, when you talk to somebody about IRAs, four hundred one ks, whatever, that's something they really never mention. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. About the home, there, there's your retirement right there. Well, we work with a lot of uh, certified financial planners too, because they deal with all okay. aspects of saving money and dealing for retirement, except the mortgage. The one piece they don't typically deal with. Mm-hmm. So we do uh, work with a lot of um, CFPs to help find not only <clears throat> reverse mortgages and strategies for purchasing a home, but also ways to find savings, right? People, yeah. the average American today is has twenty five, thirty thousand dollars in credit card debt. And they're paying a thousand dollars a month on that stuff. You know, sometimes mm. if your property value has increased 40% over three to four years, you take 20, 25,000, you pay off your credit cards, you can save seven, $800 a month. Guess what? There's your retirement. Now you can fund your yeah. 401k. Now you can fund your IRA. So CFPs love partnering with us because we can identify strategies to find and save money where that can help allocate towards their retirement. So, yeah, it's a great point. Well, Rich, thanks again. Natalie, thank you. Always good seeing you. Always. It's a pleasure. My pleasure, guys. Thanks for the time. I enjoyed sharing it with you, and uh, we'll see you soon. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Hartford Business Beat. If you're a member of the Chamber and you would like to come on the podcast, just contact me. Email rbennett, that's two N's, two T's, at hartfordcountyliving.com. Again, rbennett at hartfordcountyliving.com. Or you can find me on Facebook or LinkedIn. And we'll go ahead and get it scheduled and get you set up so you can come on. You can tell everybody about your business. Whether they're in the chamber or not, they're going to find out more about you. Again, rbennett at hartfordcountyliving.com. Until next time, my name is Rich Bennett with Harford County Living. Stay safe and stay busy.